The third chapter opens up with the Jews being forced to leave all of their objects that they had been carrying from home in the train. This finally shatters their belief that they will only be going away for a short little while and they will be home after not too long. As well as this, an SS man orders the men and the women to separate, with men heading one way and women heading the other. Elie Wiesel describes this as the last time that he ever sees his mother or his sister. Upon arriving in the camp, Elie Wiesel meets an inmate who tells him and his father to both lie about their age. He tells Ellie to appear older and his father to appear younger, in what I can assume is an attempt to make them more likely to make it through the selection and not head towards the crematorium. There is an interesting conflict here between the younger men and some of the older men, as some of the younger men are armed with knives and are wanting to attack the guards in an effort to break free. However, the older men are telling the younger men to hold on and to be patient, and that it will hopefully get better. The young men relent, and everything calms down, and the sorting process begins. When Ellie is up to be sorted, he is told to go to the left, and then waits to see where his father will be. Luckily, his father was sent to the left as well, so they were both going to the same place. However, Ellie stated that if his father had been sent to the right, he would have chased after him, regardless of whether or not the right line was heading to the crematorium. Luckily for them, the line that they were in did not go to the crematorium, and they were spared in the selection. However, shortly after this, you can see Ellie Wiesel is beginning to lose his faith which is presented multiple times throughout the selection, and each time his faith is growing weaker that there can be a just and merciful God, as he claims. At around five o'clock in the morning, all the Jews from Saget that are still alive are ordered out of the barracks and ordered to run. They shower, get some clothes, and then have to keep running. They finally arrive in a building with no floor, only a roof and the walls. An SS officer comes in and tells them that they are in Auschwitz. The rules in Auschwitz were so strict that Ellie's father was struck down simply for inquiring where the bathroom was from a guard. The third chapter ends and the fourth chapter begins as Ellie and his father are transferred to a new camp called Buna. Upon arriving in the new camp, they were approached by a dentist who would look in their mouths for gold teeth, such as Ellie, who had a gold crown. After the dentist, all the Jews were assigned to a commando. Ellie and his father got lucky, as they were both assigned to the same commando, and not one that had incredibly hard work. Shortly after arriving at the new camp, Ellie is ordered to go visit the dentist and have his gold crown removed. However, when he arrives at the dentist, Ellie pretends to be sick so that he doesn't have the gold crown removed. He does this multiple times, and eventually, the doctor was removed after being caught dealing in gold teeth. Ellie did eventually end up having his crown removed, though, by Franick, the foreman. 
The dentist that Franek had removed the gold crown simply did it with a rusty spoon in the washrooms. Which was probably worse than just having the dentist remove it back at the beginning of the chapter. This was not the end of the suffering that Ellie would receive this chapter, however, after he got a whipping for walking in on something that he shouldn't have. He was whipped 25 times and then fainted at the end and could not stand up on his own, so more members of his group had to help him. The chapter ends with a man being shot over an extra ration of soup and multiple hangings involving one with a small child who didn't hang right away and was left there for half an hour or so before he finally died. Overall, the events of the third and fourth chapters appear to have been designed to break down the Jews' spirits and hopes and make them more compliant with what the Germans wish for them to do, and it also shatters a lot of the naivety that they carried with them in the first and second chapters.